When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snowplowing leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employer. We're Cubs fans helping Cubs fans at Stewart's Cubs Cave Parties. Everybody's in for giving back to those in need. We're going to Club 400. Club 400. We're going to Club 400. Club 400. We're going to Club 400 Radio. Club 400 podcast is back. It's been gone for how long? A long time. Too long. But it's not like we haven't been doing anything. Maybe we should reintroduce ourselves. Exactly. We've got John <laughs> over there, super producer. Johnny, what's up? How are we doing, guys? Uh, pretty good. I think pretty good we're doing. You think? When doing? John's in the house, you know we're serious. There's no doubt about it. Whoa. So why? What? what happened? Why are we? Why did it take a month to come out with a podcast? Well, anybody who's ever met you knows you are the busiest human on the planet. You're busy. Well, let's let's just put it this way. I mean, our podcast also comes with our events, so we're pretty busy within the last month. I would are, say, are right? You, are you seriously going to deny that you're not just getting over the depression of the Cubs missing the playoffs? Well, we got a lot to talk about today because we haven't been on really because William is hard to get a hold of lately. <laughs> He's reclusive. I don't think it's he's like Batman. Depression about that because as soon as like two weeks before they were eliminated, yeah, I did nothing but wanting to get on and talk about it. It's ridiculous. You didn't make it that obvious. I <laughs> believed we were going nowhere the whole entire season. To be honest with you, you yeah, you thought that from the get go. Really oh, that, that Ranger series. I mean, it was a great first game, and then it was just like what happened did it feel to anybody like they didn't win more than two in a row ever ever once this season the it team never like had no, like, n- never any flow nothing although they did they had that run that was like 11 of 12 and they they won eight series in a row like but it was never a huge streak it was always broken up by those fluke crappy bullpen wins right. losses and and then an explosion of offense, and we'd think, ah, oh, it's the 2016 and 17 years, woohoo! And then the, the, we forget that we don't have right. Mike Montgomery anymore, or we don't have an uh, actual bullpen. Yeah, but, there's a lot of things from that team we don't have anymore, mm-mm. like a leadoff hitter. I'm just, I'm just glad we're finally going to get some change, man. Yeah. Because the last two years, I felt like the boat wasn't going anywhere. No. And I, I want to tell all the listeners out there, too. Uh, okay? Joe's gone, all right? Stop your crying. He's gone. He's, see you later, Joe. It was nice knowing you. You were the greatest manager for the Cubs ever. I understand that, but you have to go, Joe. See You're you gone. later, all right? Gone. I mean, I see he these gone. videos. He's not dying, guys. He's probably going to the Angels. with Moreno out there in uh, Anaheim. But we needed a change. And if you didn't think we needed a change. You well, weren't watching the Cubs. Exactly. And, you know. Madden's a great manager. He's a good manager, but he had to go. His time was up. He had a great run, and change is good. Mm -hmm. And I know there's a lot of people who are in love with Madden. I (laughs) am not one of those guys. I I love Madden, but I I, I understand it's business. 
And I think he's going to... And I, I I like the Angels. I'll be honest yeah. with you. I really like the Angels. I like the I Angels because we'll never hear about Madden again, just like we never hear about Trout. He's, right. You play for the West Coast, you kind of disappear. Right. You know? Right. And I think that's a perfect spot for him. But, you know, yeah. I Joe Madden, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I think Theo pretty much said it correctly in his press conference. He was the right man at the right time for that job. Yeah. The players are not reacting to him. Let me ask it's you a this. loose ship over there, guys. Do you not like him because of the way he managed, or do you not like him because when you met him, he was kind of a dick? I met Joe Madden many a times, all right? And the persona that he puts out on TV is not the persona that he puts out in public. I mean, I kind of, that was kind of a loaded question because I knew the answer, and I feel the same way. We go to these uh, charity events. Well, I go to all the charity events, mostly yeah. all of them. The only one I never went to was Madden's event, and there was a reason for it. Yeah. So we go, we go to these events, right? You pay a ton of money to go to them. It's, it's all for charity. It's a good thing. You know, there's Cubs players and stuff. The Cubs players that go embrace the fans. They get it. They understand that, you know, people are paying a lot of money to do this, that if it wasn't for the people paying a lot of money, they don't even have a charity going, all this and that. And then he shows up, and he's like, got prima secu- donna. Prima like- donna got security with him at an event that may have cost three to four to five hundred dollars. Right, doesn't take pictures with the guests. It's unbelievable that he's even. Well, no, he's, it's not unbelievable that he's there. He's there to do some self-serving stuff on his art or whatever. Well, Joe, well, he goes and sits in the. And in I'm not ripping room. on Joe. I, I love to have Joe out here down the line when he retires from managing. I know he's. We probably can't have him listen to this show first, but but Joe was all about Joe. Okay, that's what Joe was all about. He was all about Joe. And the the real the real issue is that the Eagles clashed after a while. You know, Joe's his own guy. Joe's the smartest man in the room, if you ask Joe. Right. And he, you know, he just, you know, there's too many egos, too many big egos. From what I hear, they really wanted Joe out last year. Yeah, but they owed him six million dollars, and because of that. They held on to another year, and because of that, they missed. We the we didn't do anything, right? I mean, it was so, nothing. I don't know. I'm excited about um, the new manager. I don't know who the right guy for the job is. Uh, you know, but get, it, I think it should be a catcher, whoever it is. Well, I think you know, catchers it, notoriously have made great managers. I kind of, I mean, I think they're going to go with David Ross, but well, he's they, they're going to do they're going to go the Yankees route. They pick a rookie. Uh, manager who is sort of a yes man. He's, he seems he seems like he kind of adhere to whatever the front office wants him well, to do. That's what the front office probably wants. They right. want somebody in there that hey, this is the lineup where you you play these guys here. This is the order. Gets along with the players. He's yeah. actually played with them. And yeah, I could see as that long being as okay he's fit. got if if it's Ross, as long as he's got a good pitching coach and a good hitting coach that know what they're doing. What do you think, think what, of Hadavi? I don't know. I, it was, it's hard to say because it's hard to say who's pushing what button there. Sure, Joe's involved, or, or I think what. Mark, Mark Loretta would be. See, I don't. I just I don't know, guys. You know, I listen to sports radio every single day. And do you want like Ross in there? I don't know. I mean, I would not mind good, it. But. I, I wouldn't mind it because it's a manager. He's it's it, it different. If it was a head coach situation like in football, they have a lot more pull or hockey. Like Q had a like the call of pretty much everything, everything in the clubhouse, everything in the game operation, Coach Q had control over. It's not that way with the manager. The manager is sort of kind of like the president with the cabinet, and they kind of have checks and balances. And if you get a guy who is easy, he can communicate with people, 
and he gets along and understands gameplay, which catchers do, I think Ross would be a good fit. He's got the right energy. He's played with these players. He understands them, and I, I think he'd be okay. You know, this is a place the Cubs have never been before. <laughs> they just got out of their the golden era of Cubs baseball, the right. best five-year period they've ever had consecutively, it, yeah. ever. It overshadows every every and, moment of the Cubs history. So what we don't know, we, we know Cubs fans will always be there, that no matter what, but we don't know the backlash from making moves and things like that. And I think one reason Ross is going to be good because he seems to be like a fan favorite in there. You should put the best baseball manager in, in that role, but they don't always do that. You know, I think they are concerned a little bit with the prices that have gone up. If you're going to continue to raise them or even leave them at the levels that they're at for a while, you got to make sure people don't stop coming to games, you know. At some point in time, I know at one point it's going to break, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime. I don't either, but you also don't want to push fate on that. And if you hire a guy like Ross, I don't think I think fans would be happy about that. You know, I don't know. At least the new fans. It it would be obviously the uh, you know it would it would make Cub fans happy, but I don't know if it's the right move. But tell me, tell me why? Like why? Why do you not? You know, this guy played with these guys. Sure. And now he's going to be their manager. And and Joe I, Girardi, case in point, played with Jeter, played with Arod, played with Mo. No, no managing experience whatsoever. And he has huh. what? Rocco Baldelli for the Twins this year. Sorry Didn't, about those Twins, buddy. I know that was, was <laughs> you know. The hey, Yankees. they had record-setting year, and they're not going anywhere. They had 103 wins. Young, how many? What's their average age? Like 23? Yeah, they're all. I mean, they're the youngest. Except for Nelson Cruz. Who well, he's an outlier. He's an outlier. Who re-signed again. Yeah. But, but you know what? Uh, he didn't have a minute of coaching experience. Right. And he came right from playing. you got to start not, somewhere. Not on the same team. It seems to be the way a lot of teams are going. It's the trend, and they don't, and have, it's okay. and they don't have to pay him. And it fine. works. Yeah. Aaron Boone. Right. I mean, come on. I mean, he played a lot longer ago than Ross. I think, what, 2006 or seven is when he retired? Or right. I can't remember. And he called games for a little while. Yeah, more importantly, I think, than the manager. I do think the manager is you know, important for certain aspects of the game. But more importantly than, than that, you cannot go into an offseason with no bullpen. Yeah, right. they had nothing, mm. and then they was... signed a. Then they signed Kimbrel, who I don't know how good of an idea it is to have a guy sit out half the season and then you know have no at his age especially have no uh, spring training and then come in and you know yeah. Well, they got a lot of changes. And you know what? Speaking of those changes, here it is October, middle of October, and I have no clue. Where Club 400 is going for 2020? What? Because I don't know who's going to be on the damn team next year. <laughs> and we've had a lot of the good guys out here already. I think you should keep going after the guys from the 2016 team. Doesn't matter who. Yeah, I put I, we put in an offer uh, the, last week, and we didn't hear anything, which is a good thing because you usually hear no pretty quick. So, sure. um, but it's not like I haven't been thinking about it. But yeah. at the same time, it's it's you know last year we had Contreras and Zobra set up mm-hmm. already in October. You know. Like this, I, this is the exciting time for me because I really don't know who's coming over here uh, in 2020. I'm working on a pre convention party right now as we speak. I put an offer out for a player the other day. Okay. And, uh, but I, let's, we'll move, we'll move on from the Joe Mann stuff. We'll address the uh, new manager when it happens, uh, expected to happen in the next week or so. But let's talk about. 
Club 400 a little bit, and let's talk about our last event with Miggy Montero. Was that awesome or what? It was awesome. I mean, geez, those guys are great. Yeah. Uh, if you guys, if our listeners were, if you could have made it to this party and you didn't, then I'm questioning you because it was 50 bucks. Well worth it. The Q&A, which it wasn't Q&A. We just basically gave those guys the mics and we told everybody in the audience, you are not allowed to record anything. And we got some really good stuff that what happens at a Club 400 stays at a Club 400 party. That's right. There's a reason why we didn't record it. And there's a reason why we don't talk about it. You want to come out to these parties and you want to get the behind the scenes information. Then you got to come. Right, William? Absolutely. And you know what? The venue too, breakers. Awesome. How awesome is that? They get that outdoor patio. They got great food. They had, of course, Club 400 Lager. Oh, on plenty tap, of it. On tap and on cans. And I did not make it to the post party. That's how great the party was. I mean, I think that tells you right there. And I how did about not that? make it to the post party. Imagine this, John. You're sitting at a bar on a Saturday night, and yeah. all of a sudden, in walks Miggy Montero and... Yeah. In a, a bar that holds like 20 people, you know. And Matt's bar they went to and Chris Lake after. I love that. Too. And, yeah. you but know, they, it probably made everyone's day. Like, oh, my gosh. I is- was buying trays of Jaeger <laughs> that night. And there's a reason why I didn't make it out there. It was better for everybody. I didn't make it to the after party. I was intoxicated and I wasn't even there. That- <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have a handler that night. Uh, that was the problem. <laughs> Well, be- Sean, Sean was my uh, handler, but I want to I want to I want to thank Brian Fries for setting that party up. We did uh, raise twenty five hundred dollars for John's charity. All right. We'll add that to the club four hundred total. And yeah, that was our last party. Let's talk about our next party, which we just announced this week. Mm-hmm. We tickets just went on sale and we have somebody that is near and dear to true to my heart. I mean, I remember when. You know, when I was going to my first Cub games when I was a kid, when my mom used to take me and my dad, and the first thing you'd hear was the national anthem. Wayne mm. Mesmer was the sound of my childhood. And yeah. uh, really happy to have him as a guest because he's more than just a national anthem singer. This guy's a professional speaker. Uh, as you know, uh, William was at the Blackhawks game that he was shot at, shot no right through the were. window. Of course, I didn't know, but you know, I read yeah, about it the next yeah. day in the paper. But yeah, I was at that game. Yeah, he he. I mean, he was shot, uh, point blank range in the throat. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the throat. And, that doesn't. And, um, he's, and he's a singer. That doesn't tell you something. Yeah. I don't know what it does. <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure some of you guys might be like, "Oh, you didn't get a player for the Christmas party." Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Club 400. We're trying to do different things. We could easily bring in a player at any time. I personally have wanted to put a party around Wayne Mesmer for a long time because he is such a great speaker. Like he's going to entertain the crap out of us that night. And he's bringing his wife, Kathleen, and it's going to be one of those things, kind of like the Miggy thing. Here's the mic. You go at it. You know, we're going to get a pot. We will have a podcast that night that we will uh, bring on the air. Um, But looking forward to it. Everybody gets a copy of his book. And I'll tell you one thing, the Christmas party. For me, it's really about getting those the group together of the Club 400, you know, hard faithful, people. faithful. Yeah, sure. the guys, the people that are, you know, the the inner sanctum. We have created a family. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's another thing. It's like, man, you know what? Sometimes I was thinking about you bring a player, you bring a big name. And then, you know, I, I kind of want it just to be a nice, warm holiday party. Those are my favorite yeah, parties. Yeah. Like I love the, the big ones are fun because it's just it's so extravagant, if I can use that term. 
great. I mean, the catering, you get the, you know, you get Joe from uh, Obvious Shirts out here. Yeah. But like these intimate parties where it's like just kind of in, it's in your space. You're surrounded by Cubs memorabilia all over the place and you're, you're among Cubs fans. Oh, yeah. You're not just with them. You are, you are. They're basically there. in the studio of Club 400 yeah. podcast. Baseball <laughs> will be back here at Club 400 on November 23rd. And if you think Wayne's not going to start the night off with the national anthem, you're crazy because he is. You're insane. And we're going to, uh, everybody gets, like I said, everybody gets a copy of this book. Two kegs left over from Crystal Lake Brewery that we're putting on that day. They're on ice. Fr- right the last now. two kegs of <laughs> Club 400 ready. Lager. They're on ice for Christmas. It's, uh, man. But yeah, buy your tickets, $75. $75 is going to go to Club 400. That's less than a night drinking. Well, yeah, let's we include your food and drinks. We're actually getting a new caterer this year, which I'm really excited about. All 1776 right. out of Crystal oh, Lake. Yes. Mm. We're stepping up our game. It's a holiday party. We're going to get a little fancier than just pizza. You know, They better bring that prime rib pizza thing. Oh, that was awesome. Pizza yeah. is really good. So yeah. we're looking forward to having you guys out for the Christmas party. We ordered some new uh, Club 400 mugs. Got some lapel pins with the Club 400 logo on there. We got some nice little Christmas gifts that we're going to be selling. Uh, Club 400's in a little debt, so you know, buy some tickets, uh, buy a couple mugs, buy some lapel pins. Uh, help us out, okay? All right, we got to get out of this debt here, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, William, did you hear the news? Did you hear the news, John? No. Ah, uh, there's breaking news. Bunch of news. Breaking news. <laughs> What's the news? I signed up for Randy Hillen's fantasy camp again this year. Oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> So we are going back in January. Me and Eric. That's why you're getting in shape. And I was like, I knew they needed a bat boy. So. I, uh, I am, dude. I'm, I'm getting, in, I'm getting in training right now. He has been. Doesn't he look good? He looks pretty good. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm been working hard, man. He's working yeah. out every day. He's eating well. He did. Uh, he started doing. Um, Sober October. Sober October is not working. Didn't too well. go so well. It lasted. I I decided to join him on the Sober October oh, thing, yeah. and for him, it lasted till the third. <laughs> so, the, you know, I I got an email. Yeah. Um, from Lori, who runs the Randy Hunley camps. Okay. And in the email, it said the Cubs, the Chicago Cubs, are basically giving taking away the rights of the Cubs facilities to Ranley's Hanley's camp. Sloan Randy Park? Hanley. Yeah, they're I mean in a roundabout way they're basically throwing Randy's camp off of the Sloan Park. That's your too. So I don't know what's gonna happen. No one knows what's gonna happen, but this very well could be the last year of Randy Hanley's fantasy camp. Two years ago, me and Eric went. It was a bucket list item for me and Everything was great except I was freaking miserable the whole entire week because I was so out of shape. And more importantly, when I got back the pictures, it looked like I was Santa Claus playing baseball. I didn't think that was the case. No, nah, it did. So uh, I was, I was. You really, are, I you was, are your own worst critic. I, 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 I'm gonna be honest with you. I was Santa. Claus. I felt like someone. I, I felt like someone was on the. I was carrying somebody on my back the entire wow. time. Like these guys were reporting back their stats every day. Yeah, he was hitting so, the shit out of the ball. Really. Uh, this guy, yeah. What was I'm it? going? Was it? I'm going with Eric Hartman and Eric McVicker. And right now on Club 400 podcast, I want each one of you. F-ers, I said f-ers, to give Bob Dernier five hundred dollars, and I'll give Bob Dernier five hundred dollars. At the end of the week, best batting average takes to fifteen hundred bucks or thousand bucks. Okay, that's my challenge to you guys because they're talking behind my back, making bets between themselves and leaving me out. Like I, I'm like I'm not even a part of the team. I think I'm gonna say it, and it's we're recording. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say it right now. I think you out hit batting average wise out hit Eric McCarthy. Thank you. Thank you. I believe I it. I said it. There, locked up. Those guys are uh, sitting down right now, probably drinking a Coca Cola, eating donuts. Dude, I'm at the gym working out with my trainer. Right. Okay, bud? I'm taking this shit seriously. And when Eric McVicker eats donuts, it's not just one, it's a box. <laughs> so, uh, yo, fantasy. He's a man after my own heart. Looking yeah. forward to that. And then, I don't know, we're going to Kyle Schwarber's golf tournament. Not you guys, but I am. I wish. <laughs> uh, next month. Yeah, and us lowlies. I got to work. Uh, I got to tell you, really happy. I want to thank Tovar, our sponsor. Uh, shipping out 20 cases of Club 400 wow. lager. Like that means I will most likely get to drink a couple Club 400 lagers with Rizzo. I think he's going. And my main man, one of my favorites of all time, Kyle Schwarber. So I'm looking forward favorite. to that. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. So, yeah, that's uh, I, I do. I have a shout out I have to give um, today. Well, uh, last on Saturday, what's the day today? Today's the 12th. The 12th Saturday, sure. October 12th. Mike Jewett's getting married today to his oh, beautiful Mike's bride. Oh, Mike's getting married. Yeah. Good for him. Linda. Him Remember Linda. when he got engaged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to Mike and Linda. That's awesome. And I was talking to um, one of our uh, great Club 400 members the other day, and I want to make sure we push his event. Um, Mike Gomel, uh, he heads uh, Joey's song. Uh, it's a charity for epilepsy. He's having an event Friday, December 6th in Madison, Wisconsin, a concert. Mm. Um, we're going. I don't know if you guys know this, but we're going. Road trip. We're going to get a hotel room. We should bring a recorder. I Can you imagine I like three Mads. guys in a hotel room? That would be insane. Oh, Who doubles up? Because there's only I'm, two beds. I'll take a cot. Jeez. Yeah, sleep in the tub. I'll, <laughs> I'll bring an air mattress. You guys can. You guys can. I, I have. Uh, I can sleep anywhere. You're fine. You, you, I don't think I have slept in. Have I slept in a bed with you? Um, no. No, I slept in a bed with your brother. I think on so. multiple yeah. occasions. Yeah. yeah, it will happen. It uh, will happen. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> not if I have All right, to most, say about it. Let's gonna... talk about this. I got a topic. All right, season three, Club 400 podcast. I thought we were retiring. I didn't know what the hell was going on. No, we have a list. We've already started of people, and I think we should make the call out now for people to tell us who they want to hear on this show because we'll get them. Yeah. Just ask us. We'll do it. I mean, I know we're going to have a... Well, we, should we tell them about I, some of our I think we guests? should. I think we should tell them about a few that we've got locked up. Uh, Dave Kaplan? He, you know Dave that guy? Dave Kaplan. Catman. Uh, I love the cap. We will have, I promise you... Jesse Rogers. Dorothy Farrell. Yeah, we got Road Trip. Road Trip? We gotta it's going to go be a Road there, Trip. Yeah. Oh, we got to bring this up. I just spoke to him the other day. Gary Presty. Gary Johnny. Presti. Johnny's got to get the job, dude. Johnny needs to new get new organist job. for Chicago <laughs> Cubs. <laughs> well, okay. would you take that job? Oh, I take it. I take it yesterday. You have, right. no, you have no then, idea, Tom. If you're listening, this is the guy you want playing the organ at Wrigley Field. Not saying that he's better than Gary Pressy, oh, but he's right. I there. would never even come close to saying. But he's that. right there. Have you heard him play? Yeah, he's excellent, phenomenal, yeah. man. You watch his. I watch him on you, uh, Facebook. He's you need excellent. To build that into the Christmas party. Well, we were trying. Actually, that was the reason why I called Gary up to see if he could come out and play for the party. Yeah, and uh, he's, he's smart man. He's, he's headed to Florida, <laughs> yeah. so he's out of this. Uh, we got John. Bad weather. We got John. We got Johnny. Johnny, you want to play? I'd love to play. Done. All right, All right. Christmas party done. Yes, I'll do the stretch. So you. buy your That's tickets for the Christmas party. Kelly Kroll. 
Kelly Kroll. Oh, yes. Kelly Kroll. <laughs> She's going to be in. Hey, by the way, uh, Beer Money. Did you see the best of Beer Money? The episode of the best of Beer Money? I no. did not. You guys got to watch it. They plug Club 400 in it pretty hard. Really? Kelly Kroll uh, did a shout out to us. And guess who they showed? Uh, oh, by the way, Jimmy and Justin, Modern Day Romeos. Yeah. Really? J- Jimmy was one of the all-time favorites yeah, on Beer Money. I knew that. It's <laughs> because and, uh, he's what? Nine feet yeah, tall. Yeah, he, he had to crouch down. That was, was the funniest it. thing ever. David Ardsma. Ardsma. Oh, hidden fact that most people don't know. I do own two lockers from Wrigley Field. Sammy Sosa. The one in the garage is actually Sammy Sosa's locker. Yeah. The one down here. David Ardsma. David Ardsma's locker. Wow. A-A-A-R-D. I Twittered him one time, and I told him, hey, um... I got your. Locker. I have your locker. He's like, no, you don't. I said, yes, I do. And then uh, you know, it was like one of those things. Like, yes, I <laughs> no, do. No, you don't. <laughs> I said, come on out and see it. Okay. Oh, he said, no, you don't. You left your. So who else? Steroid what else needles. Did they up say there. about the greatest hits or whatever in beer money. Oh uh, well, they is that on a video now? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to. You know what? I'm gonna shoot uh shoot it and I'll put it on Club 400 page podcast right, page. And Jimmy was he was excellent. It'll uh, uh, be on our podcast soon, too. Len and JD, shout out to uh, Club 400, one of the last games of the yeah, season. They're, they're yeah, they're going to be on the show, too. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. How about they're, Ronnie Coomer and Pat Hughes? Let's get Coom. Let's get Coom. We're going to go. We're going big. How about this the year. legend, Pat Hughes. Well, he's the legend. I mean, um, he's going to, he's he's one of those you know elusive presences. Like, oh, there's there's Pat. But I think Ron, Ron would be a great get. Let's pick a player that we want to have come out here just to do the show. All-time player. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. We're gonna make, we are going to make that happen in 2020. Sammy Sosa hmm. will be at Club 400. I do a show and then a small event for 50 people. What about an obscure player? Just think of one that, like, you had Remlin. Well, we here. talked about Lee Elia coming out. Lee Elia. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. What about uh, uh, um, Sean Marshall? Sean Let's Marshall. get Sean Marshall. Sean Marshall actually lives in Chicago, I believe. That's us. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's about a local guy. He's, he's been here. Oh, yeah. No, just to do the show. Oh, he's the greatest. He is awesome. I did the Q&A with him, and I did an excellent job, by the way. Yeah. I mean, even I got a compliment from him. Really? Yeah. Oh. You, weren't, you weren't around at that time. I didn't know you. That's before Josh. That's when we threw a party for Josh. I think we raised around 16000 17000 18000 bucks. Nice. Ooh. Fantastic. So, yeah, our count right now, guys, is $390,000 to... Cubs fans, Cubs related charities. We got a long way to go to hit a million. I'm not gonna lie. I got a million's a big number, man. I gotta, I gotta, yeah. I mean, that's what seven. That's seven figures, man. That's 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 a a huge number. And you know what? It's amazing we've gotten this far. To be honest with you, and um, but not surprising. It's amazing. Are we gonna have T-shirts to denote the accomplishment? Club 400 million. Well, well, let me tell you this: when we have our million dollar party, um, it's gonna be the biggest party you've ever seen in your entire life. And it probably won't be in my backyard. It'll probably be at Wrigley, across at, the street in the park. Nice at Wrigley. At Wrigley, that should. Let's get Wrigley. John Gall- Gallagher Way, man. John, who's the who's the person you'd le- most like to hear as a guest on the show? A guest on this show, boy. We gotta have some targets. Well, here. Who have we? By had? the way, I, I'm thinking pe- like because if I say it, we've most likely had a guest like them or the person I'm thinking of. You've had pretty much everybody. I wanted, no, I, I'd love plenty uh, of people. We haven't I, had. I, let's think. Um, 
People didn't know they were going to tune in and listen to our strategic planning <laughs> meeting here today, but that's all right. It's a lot of thinking, and it's it's a lot of rambling because silence on the radio or silence in audio is death. I, can't, I have to think out loud. I would I would love to see uh, Barrett, Michael Barrett. Michael Barrett. I think Michael Barrett would be sweet. Barrett. And uh, Brzezinski out yeah, there. I'm just saying, AJ. get AJ and Michael. We'll do a charity boxing match. <laughs> AJ. <laughs> That How about would, that would be good? How about everybody sweet. gets an opportunity to punch AJ? <laughs> you have to pay like a hundred bucks. Realistically, let's get like a mannequin and put a Pierzynski jersey on him and just yeah. What do you for, think? for a dollar, you get to hit him with a baseball bat. What do you think of this party, guys? Yeah. All right. This is an off key party, but I actually reached out to him and he gave me a number that I liked. And I wouldn't mind having him out here. Let's see. Lenny Dykstra. Nails. Nails. Now, why would I want Lenny? You guys listen to him on Howard Stern? <laughs> He's funny. I was thinking for a boys' night out party with Lenny Dykstra. Yeah. That would be fun, man. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I can't that, survive a week, guys. A different be kind of party. <laughs> that might be. Like maybe have him over for a little bit and then rent a party bus. <laughs> yeah. Nails. So, yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming up. Sorry we've been gone, but we've been busy. We've been busy. John's been busy. John's a busy guy. John, you're not doing John everything. is a busy yeah. guy. Sure, I guess. And, you know uh, who's going to be busy soon? Tovar Snow Removal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sponsor of Club 400, Tovar Snow Removal. Great segue. Thank so, you. Great segue. So what else we got? I think that's it. I think that's it. So we'll get back to our normal interviewing process next week podcast. Yeah. And we don't even know who the hell it's going to be, but we will have it ready for you next Sunday. Okay. <laughs> Buy the Christmas party tickets, 75 bucks, and uh, come on out and spend some time with us and help Club 400 in the meantime. Good stuff. Sounds good. We got to get out of debt and drink some Club 400 Lager. That's how I lost all my weight from drinking that beer. Club 400 Lager. That and beef jerky, dude. <laughs> it's a nine in a beef jerky dip. Beef jerky dip. Ream. We're going off the rails, guys. That's it. Till next week. Love you guys. Uh, go Cubs. Let's get a manager. Let's do something out there. Come on. Now, this could only happen to a guy like me. And only happen in a town like this. So may I say to each of you most gratefully, as I throw each one of you a kiss, this is my of town Chicago is my kind of town Chicago is my kind of people do people who smile at you and each time I roam Chicago is Calling me home, Chicago is Why I just grin like a clown It's my kind of town
native town, Chicago is my kind of town, Chicago is my kind of Rasmussen, and it has. In my sleeve, Chicago is a Wrigley building. Chicago is those Union stockyards. Chicago. Is.